Hey, hey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, 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 Ellie, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Okay, I'm laughing already because (laughs) I answered the phone like, hey, hey, Elle, or something like that the other day. And you're like, are you starting starting a podcast with me right now as we speak? So yes, we are. (laughs) So, okay, it's been a lot of fun. I've been doing some interviews lately about some version of designing your life, like living life based on design. And they haven't come out yet, um, but they'll come out like right before this one does um, or in conjunction. Okay. So basically the name of the podcast, and this was my mission, even before I started Fitness Inspired is making changes you love to live with. You, the listener, (laughs) the viewer, you love to live with. And so often, I don't know about you. You're not as much like this probably, but correct me if I'm wrong. I find myself doing the thing, doing the thing, doing the thing. And then I'm like, wait a minute, have I stopped to see if these are changes that I love to live with or not, or my family (laughs) or my business or my clients or whatever, like stop and check in. So we've talked you and I about so many things even on this podcast and hair being one of them. But today I want us to take around the the bonfire when we were celebrating (laughs) your birthday the other day. And you said like you were asking people around the fire, like what are different things that they learned, um, you know, like this year or the season in their life. And I said, I turned it back on you as I would, and be like, what about you, Allie? And so what did you say? What were you talking about? Talk to us. Well, to uh, just rewind this hot second, I encourage (laughs) everyone to do that on their birthday. I always, I feel like I have a lot of friends that are at all different ages in life. So I always ask people whatever age I'm turning, their favorite part or like what they learned in that year. So this year is 26. So some people had to rewind a little way. (laughs) Um, but what I not mentioning any names, not mentioning any names. Um, but something that I learned and I read about and kind of starting to dive deeper into this topic is there's no glory in the grind. And the whole um like passage quote that I got that from it actually says there's no glory in a grind that literally grinds you down to the dust Mm -hmm. um but obviously me being who I am I just take that exactly how I want to see it how I want to um interpret that and I've really just started to revamp and reschedule my life to Mm -hmm. honor that Mm -hmm. um 
last year, right before COVID, I opened a salon. I was working like double time trying to get all that done. And I remember when that like two week, that first two week um, shutdown happened, I was like saying my like, thank you, baby Jesus, because (laughs) I was so sick. I have not been that sick in a long, long time. And I just was like, so thankful for some sleep. And obviously, um, life happens sometimes in mysterious ways. And obviously I wouldn't have necessarily planned for that or truly asked for the kind of, um, rest that I got during that time. But I really started to realize, um, what, what are we doing this for? And why are we like living in such a culture of like girl boss, this and that. And it's almost feeling like, is it really that cool to be a girl boss when that's all you get to do? Um, so I want, I wanted to make sure that I did love that title and I did love what was happening, um, with that, um, like just the job that I've taken on and, the career that I've taken on, but yeah, the no glory in the grind has just really been my new mantra lately. So, yeah. And I was very intrigued by that. And just that you said the whole quote, I was like, can we cite who it was? I was looking that up. It started with an E and I really should have researched that before we got on the podcast. I actually think her name is L. Would that be so crazy? Oh, maybe Elaine. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Elaine. And I don't even know if I can say the last name. Welteroff. Yeah. I think so that's that who does, said it. That is who said it because she also had this whole article in the New York Times. That's really good. I encourage you guys to read it because she talks about that like girl boss culture that we live yeah. in. Uh And I was like, yes, that's exactly how I feel at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) And um, read this article. It's awesome. How to hustle without burning out. Yes. It's in the New York Times. Dobby Lane. (laughs) Dobby Lane. We love it. So (laughs) no, but seriously, it's like, there's a reason why one, I'm so impressed that like you are learning these lessons right now. Good job. (laughs) Um, and putting them into practice and it doesn't have to be, you know, sometimes if I can't like totally make a transformation, I kind of give up in the idea, which is dumb. Don't do that. Don't do what I do. Sometimes it's a trap in the way it's like a perfectionism trap because Mm -hmm. we can take little steps to it. And the thing is, is there's a reason why we do that. There's a reason why we get like promoted and, um, reinforced for the grind, right? Like what boss doesn't like, well, you're talking to two entrepreneurs, um, which sometimes we're the meanest bosses to ourselves ever. Uh, but what boss boss's business doesn't do better when you have someone just grinding and just working really hard in the short term. But when we look at the long-term, that's not the way to go. And so have you thought of any, because obviously that was a forced shutdown before that you were talking about. Have Mm -hmm. you thought of any or experimented with any like 
intentional shutdowns that you yeah have. actually just last weekend um and July is a really busy time in Alpena downtown Alpena is like booming and in July it's really busy um Friday and Saturday of last weekend, we just completely shut the salon down. Um, sometimes, obviously, I encourage like the girls to take certain days off or that sort of thing. But I think there was a lot of power in having everybody gone, not only for my sanity, because I'm still checking in with people and making sure everything's going well when I'm gone. But when everyone knows that collectively, nobody's going to be here, no sort of things could go wrong right. other than like the building burning down or flooding, yeah. you know, like there can't be anything going wrong in like the systems and our practices in here. And I just kind of saw this really cool shift um, and excitement on Thursday. We all knew everything was going to be gone and done on Friday and Saturday. Um, obviously oh. like we have to make sure that's not going to just drive us into the ground <laughs> um, but I think come Tuesday when we were back this past Tuesday, it was like, we were all refreshed. Everyone's hair was washed and we had a little bit of sun on our faces. Um, and it was, it was fun to see. And it was really empowering for me that I was able to like gift people that, um, because when I did it originally, I thought I was just gifting myself that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when I got to see that everybody was benefiting from that and, enjoying it just as much as I was that was really cool um I think something also on the same lines as that is like our brother Kyle as soon as I said that around the fire that night he was like oh my gosh (laughs) um because right like there's a such a fine line in between like working hard and realizing like I'm losing my zone I'm losing my like perfect work hard area right so if we are underneath that I feel like we don't feel the passion and like the full potential but if we're working over it then we just start to burn out a lot quicker and we lose that passion again so mm-hmm. on both ends of it I feel like the passion doesn't come and I think that's where everyone works the best is in their passion area yeah um that's like no sort of real training on that but just talking to people and just learning about human beings in general from stay-at-home moms to like 50 year old men that own car dealerships like you know I get to talk to everybody yeah and I realize that like it's whatever your passion is like if you're in that like zone then that's where you're going to be your 100% best self Mm -hmm. um so like whether you're working too hard or not working enough. Like when you find that perfect area, that's when you're going to do the best. You're going to be the best and you're going to feel the best. Um, So for some people, when you hear that, like there's no glory in the grind, you're like, oh my gosh, you're such a lazy little thing. And you don't understand the like beautiful things about working hard. And I don't think that's the case. But I also think I've gotten to the point where I don't really care if the next person down the street tells me that I'm lazy or that I don't work enough. Like I've gotten to the point where I really don't care Mm -hmm. because I know that I am. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you think I should be working all day Mondays or early morning Tuesdays. Like I don't, and I won't anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Um, And in your confidence and 
also look at like, oftentimes if, um, maybe we need to have Kyle and come in here and ask him like, so why, why, if we ask ourselves, why do we want to work hard? And then, you know, okay. If you ask me like, why do I want to work hard? It's because I wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then you say like, well, why do you want to make a difference? And if you keep on going down the layers, you'll find that it actually doesn't, it's not helpful for your why. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like bust through these, um, you know, natural boundaries that actually are there to help us if, yeah. we, if we use them, if we use them to our power. But so as funny. much as when you say, why are you doing this? I think what's even more powerful is who are you working this hard for? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that almost makes it even more powerful. If you're not saying, why am I working this hard? Maybe ask, who am I working this hard for? If it's for other people, if it's for your dad, who's also an achiever, uh, work hard till the day you die kind of thing, <laughs> then it's probably not going to be as fulfilling if you're saying I'm working hard for myself first mm-hmm. and foremost. I think at least for myself, that's what I've learned. And, and that's what I've learned to appreciate most about why I'm working hard. Because if you're working hard for someone else, it's, it's never going to be as fulfilling if you're working hard for yourself. But Kirsten doesn't agree. I can see from that. No, no, I think it's a good question and say like, who, who am I doing this for? Like, who am I doing this for? And ask yourself the question. I, I like that. And then oftentimes we're just like in this, like, I don't know, hamster wheel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we're not even realizing, okay, well, who am I doing this for? And is this actually fulfilling the purpose I want it to? So, yeah, like, I think it kind of depends on the life season too, or like, who do you want this to serve? And here's the thing is like, you can't serve anyone if you are running on fumes. True. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. I wanted to introduce to you a few of my friends who are also entrepreneurs, small businesses who I think are making a great impact. Here they are. Hi, I'm Beth with The Grounded Canary. For as long as I can remember, I have loved sitting at the feet of others. Miracles happen there in that space of compassion and connection. When hopes, dreams, pains, and loss can be expressed and shared, life changes. This is how I see my role as your life coach. I'm here to be present and to reflect you back to yourself without judgment. We all could use less of that, couldn't we? I see you, and I would love to come alongside you to see you fly. Check out thegroundedcanary.com for more information. Take care. Hi, I'm Maren Walseth with Elevating Leaders. Are you striving for more in 2021? Do you need to pivot yet again, but aren't sure which move is the right move to make? I'm a business and leadership coach. I partner with business owners to design a one-page plan, nailing down objectives, strategies, and action plans to elevate their business. I want to support you as you upgrade your skills to elevate your life. Find me at marnwalseth.com. That's M-A-R-E-N-W-A-L-S-E-T-H. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Hi, I'm Amy Hovey, your Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy 
backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals, and will partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 989-772-0153. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Sweet. Let's get back to our conversation. All right. Let's get practical here before we can, before we go. So you're saying a good practice is to have, um, is to like, what, what is a practice you would want to encourage us to do? Shut it completely down. You said, Mm -hmm. shut it completely Um, down. I would say, well, one of my friends makes fun of me for this, but I would say the biggest, um, way to, just become more like okay so that elaine girl also talks about your zone of genius i love her i know that's somebody else that's somebody else well she talks about it in that article then too like she says to like hone in on your zone of genius um and i'm like yes i am the queen of delegating things so if i'm not good at it or if i know i'm better at something else that takes me the same amount of time I'm going to hire that out. Like cleaning yeah. my salon, for example. Can I do yeah. it and can I do it well? Yes, I can. But yeah. do I want to spend three hours every week cleaning my salon? No, I don't. Do I want to spend three hours doing somebody's hair and balayaging it? Yes, that is the exact mm-hmm. same amount of time. And I actually make a lot more money balayaging than paying someone to clean my salon for three hours. So what's really, really cool is I think there's also this point of like, at first, what I thought delegating was is only delegate things you don't know how to do like accounting, for example, that was easy for me to delegate right from the beginning. So I'm like, Oh, I'm not an accountant, I'm going to hire an accountant. (laughs) But now I'm learning that it's just so much farther and deeper than just hiring the accountant. It's hiring the person that maybe goes and gets your toilet paper and your K-cups and, you know, all those things that make my salon a lot cooler than the salon down the street. Um, And it's also delegating things like cleaning the salon. It's delegating things like, okay, um, can you go run and like anything that I know that I can actually do but I know that there's a lot of things that I can do better and that I can just like suit my business well by doing that more often instead of trying to go do other things. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like stay in your zone of genius. I love that like way of putting through the filter and it is more than just having an accountant. Definitely, you know, we can have so many people on our team and that's going to change uh, based on the season. But I think the underlying thing is just like, yeah, I, I talk to like, I'm big into like living your best life and um, doing what you're best at and, you know, all of those things. And the thing is, is think about the things you're doing in your life, the things that take up your time. And would you do them for free? I'm not saying you should do them for free, but like have as many things like that that you love in your work time. And then, and then I think it's still super important to have that rest time scheduled. And uh, there's going to be times where you're like, okay, I need to 
to schedule this and to like do something about it. And, and that is a journey and that's hard for me. (laughs) And that's why I'm like, Ellie, come talk to us about that. Because I think (laughs) it's always important to look at both sides of it. And just because it doesn't come natural for you doesn't mean Mm -hmm. we shouldn't look at it and go ahead. Yeah. Well, no. And I even think because there's certain things that I do come natural, like that does come naturally for me, like asking for certain things help wise, you know? So like, I have never had a problem asking for help. Like, in the financial side of things with my dad and like professionals that I know get it, they get numbers, that sort of thing. But I think what really has helped me that's helped me not feel like totally burned out is I'm done not asking for help in things that I'm like, I can do that. It's going to take me 10 minutes. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's what's pushed me over the edge of feeling like this, like teeter totter of what is my actual job and what are all the things that just make me go insane and crazy and exhausted. So not feeling bad about having someone that runs errands for you or folds your towels for you um, or like little things like that. And I get that that's a privilege. Like Mm -hmm. I'm to the point in my business where I can sacrifice those things um, because it's just making me a better like who I am, like what my niche is, it's just making me that much better at my job. And I think that when I figured that out, I also stopped trying to get myself to do like one hour of not the fun things before Mm -hmm. I went to work every day. Mm -hmm. Cause that was always like, Oh, I'm going to have, you know, a seven hour day. So I can have that one hour beforehand before I get to do all the things I love Mm -hmm. because I was actually by the time I would get to the salon, I'd be annoyed or I wouldn't not necessarily be annoyed, but I could maybe feel a little more frazzled or I'd be running late because I'm just not as efficient in some of those things. So now you just know like, Hey, I'm cutting some time out of my schedule, but there is a specific day of the week and maybe week by week, it's a different day, but I'm going to take time when I don't go and do the things I'm really good at and just take that day and give myself grace that maybe you that are listening right now, you can get all those things done in five hours. And it takes me seven hours with 30 breaks in between for snacks and walks and (laughs) dog cuddles and whatever else. Um, That's just making me feel more successful. Maybe if someone like audited my time and my calendar, it might not look that way, but I've felt much more successful. Like the days I come to work, I just come to work. Yeah. Um, and the days that I had to do all the like back end things of my job, that's another day because that's a totally yeah. different job. Yeah. And I can't be both people on the same day. I'm glad I'm not a mom yet because I don't know how I'm going to do it then. You're, you're doing it. You are, you're doing an awesome job. And my takeaways from that, that you were just saying, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should don't just automatically default. Oh, I can do this. So don't just default to that. I think that's a great takeaway for us all. Uh, Another thing that you just said there, and I didn't want to interrupt your flow, but you were like going for it. It was so good that like, let's give ourselves 
the good stuff. Let's give ourselves the rest and the vacation, not just ourselves, but the, our circles too, like the people that work with us and for us and our family and friends and everything. Let's give ourselves that before we have to earn it every single time. Mm-hmm. Like you deserve to have rest because you're a human, not a machine. Yeah. We all deserve that and we don't need to earn it. Like you were saying, like you were trying to earn that chance to do what you love in your zone of genius by doing some stuff you didn't love first and like trying yeah. to do some like weird gymnastics to get yourself there. Let's just give ourselves the gift and know that like we can give someone else the opportunity to step in there that that is their zone of genius, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're exactly. giving them a gift too. Um, yeah, that is so good. And one thing uh, that I need to still figure out how to practice this, but the next baby step with it, but I love the concept is I heard schedule your rest and your vacation first. Always oh, yeah. do, I that like that. do that first. And I think that's glorious. I can, I can wrap my mind around, you know, uh, in my programs and everything, having you take care of the butt first model, like let's give ourselves the energy we're going to need for the rest of the day by getting a workout and getting nourishing things for our body and our mindset and all of that. So it's just, just the same idea, just coming out a little further. Like we need rest to fuel our passions. And to fuel our life's work, whatever that looks like for you. Boom. Tell us where like we can it. find you. Tell, tell us where we can find you, Allie. Um, HairbyEllieAndCo.com is our website. Um, we have lots of fun blogs and that sort of thing on our website. And then my Instagram is HairbyEllie. Awesome. <laughs> Super simple. <laughs> yeah. So let's all give ourselves the gift before the next podcast comes out. So I want you to try to do this today. And before the next one comes out, give ourselves the gift of like what sounds delightful and refreshing and like a rest to us. And let's do it. Let's, let's do the thing that is going to keep fueling us. Like you started off with your story of like, you didn't realize the impact of like totally shutting it down for a couple of days. It can just be a big a big uh, impact for all sorts of things, whether you're concerned about productivity or just like living a long and healthy quality of life, like great quality of life too. It's all important. It's all important. I'm gonna get off my soapbox now, but I get really passionate about it because like we can so easily just like, like the quote says, the end of the quote, like grind yourselves into the ground. And that is not serving anyone. Nope. Not serving. Not. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with me here, Al. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend never know when you could just make their day and last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration and that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com 
All of this is free. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week.